Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Celebrate Cultivate. As always, I am delighted and excited to be here with you to share some insights, ideas, wisdom, things that I've been thinking about. And today's episode is going to be a little bit of a personal check-in, plus a conversation around pauses, pivots, and trusting the path. So to begin with, I am currently 33 weeks pregnant with our third baby, and in the next few weeks, I anticipate a little bit more conversation around the baby, pregnancy, birth, that sort of thing. So I'll be sure to let you know as those episodes come up in case that's something you're not interested in or very interested in. Those topics in particular aren't something I always touch on, but parenting, motherhood, all of that is a huge part of my personal journey, especially right now. And I know for many of you, it's either something that you're currently navigating or something that you're interested in learning more about. And so even in my group coaching program, um, which is currently summer in flow, we end up talking about parenting, motherhood, children, identities around that a lot. And it's, you know, a complicated topic, but it's certainly something that in my own life, I am no stranger to, and I'm a total beginner and not an expert and only have my personal experience to draw upon. But regardless, it's where I am. I feel good at this part of my pregnancy. My energy is kind of up and down and zigzagged and sideways. I'm definitely starting to feel, you know, like the presence of an actual human is very apparent in my stomach, um, which is amazing and magical and sometimes very uncomfortable. And there's just this really strong clarity that I have right now that this pregnancy is not going to last forever. And very soon in the scheme of things, there will be a person here, a whole new bundle for us to get to know, for us to enjoy, for us to take care of. And so I'm really excited and looking forward to that. In This past week, things have been a little weird and wacky within my home. We've had to shift schedules around because our son Owen's pre-K has been closed due to COVID. And so it's kind of like mentally very challenging to be in July 2021 and still 
navigating, encountering, um, dealing with COVID. And, you know, I kind of think that at some point this year, we were like, oh, the new normal's coming. Like, everything's going to get back to normal soon. And the reality for me is that I'm going to have a new baby that's not going to be vaccinated, you know. I'm going to have a kid in kindergarten. And so the staying power of this, the fact that it's still something that a lot of people are still dealing with. And, you know, most of it is is minor inconveniences compared to the gravity of the situation a year ago or a year and a half ago, but still, or in other parts of the world, it's interesting. It's sticky. It's tricky. I think our minds want us to just, it to be over and done with, and that's just not the case. And so I'm doing my best to navigate this gently with compassion and know that there's no way I'm doing it perfect. And we're all just doing the best that we can with the information that we have. And it's not over yet. And that's okay. We're going to be okay. It will be over at some point. It's not right now. Some things that I'm super excited about are that my best friend, Christy Lepley from Ambitious Soul Co. is coming to visit this weekend. And we are getting away, just us, having some fun together. There will be woo and magic and talks about manifesting and sales funnels. We will go to the beach. It's just going to be, it's going to be a fun, fun time. And I'm really looking forward to it. We may even record a podcast episode together when she's here. We'll just have to see. Um, I'm keeping that very low pressure, but if she comes on the show, it would be lovely to record it in person. And then another thing is that our family is doing kind of one last hurrah before baby comes next week. So we're having a little bit of a family vacay, just the four of us, and I'm really looking forward to that. And when we get back from that, we have one week left to get into a groove, to get into some rhythms, to do some organization and all of that before kindergarten begins for my little five-year-old. So this summer season has just been marked by pockets of stillness, lots of fun, shifts in energy, anticipating change, and preparation, and just kind of moving with the flow of things. Like I said, my summer coaching program, Summer in Flow, is in full swing, and I'm really, really enjoying it. I am so encouraged by all that is happening within that group, and I'm planning to share more about that in an upcoming episode once the eight weeks wraps up. So for now, I just want to say a huge thank you to the women, the beautiful souls who are in the program You have been such a delight to serve and support so far, and I'm really looking forward to these final weeks of flow together. Okay, so let's get into the heart of the episode today. We are talking about pauses, pivots, and trusting the path that you are on. So to begin with, I want us to explore this idea of pauses being powerful. 
pauses are powerful. Just let that kind of sink in, settle in, and see how it feels for you. Because I believe there is so much purpose and value in pausing, but it really is something that is an unsung hero. It's hard to recognize. It's hard to value because it's pausing is like nothing, right? It's like the in-between. It's the rest. It's the quiet. It's the solitude. It's the break. And so often what we value, what we desire, what we crave is like action, change, evolution, movement. Like that is how our society is wired. That is what we have been taught to recognize as important. And so looking at pauses being powerful is something that kind of takes a little bit of a different perspective, kind of have to look at it from the side view or from the back view and just be like, okay, when has it been a good thing, a positive thing for me to pause and take breaks? So for me right now, where I am in my life personally, there is a huge amount of value that I'm placing on rest and kind of pausing before this baby comes and, you know, from actual sleep to just giving myself a little bit of space to reassess my surroundings, my environment, like what do I need? What is going on? How can I support myself? Where can I build in pause? How can I create space for me to breathe? Those are all things that I really value right now. But looking back on my life, there's also been times where pausing has given me a ton of clarity and helped me see pockets of things that I need to change or ways that I want to kind of deepen an understanding on something. So pausing to just kind of connect to yourself is something that you can do every single day. It's something you can do on a weekly basis, on a quarterly basis, on a seasonal basis, you know, whatever it is. But just recognizing the power in pausing. So before you sit down to eat or before you begin a project, before you embark on a difficult conversation, after you do something significant, all of those times are really good times to pause, to connect with yourself, to breathe, to slow down, to rest. One of the pauses that I have taken over the past few years is a digital sabbatical. So if you've been in my community for a while, then you've probably heard about these in the past because I've taken one or two month-long breaks from social media and even more than that, like podcasts and other things um, for the last few years. And this is the first year that I haven't really felt called to have a formal digital sabbatical. I've taken breaks here and there, um, you know, deleted Instagram from my phone, that sort of thing. But I haven't had this like grand desire to make a proclamation and to pause completely from social media. Though 
today, <laughs> as I was getting ready for my day, I kind of had that internal clicking into place, that internal alignment of, oh, I think I might want to take a September sabbatical, which would be, you know, perfect timing with when the baby comes, the babies do sometime in September, the middle of September, most likely. And so if I have a sabbatical for the whole month of September, it would give me that pause really clearly before, during, and after the baby's arrival. So that's something that I'm considering. And I think with pauses, it's one of those things where you don't have to make the decision if it's a bigger pause, like a month-long break from social media. You don't have to make that decision really quickly or just on a whim. You can kind of let it simmer and settle and see if it's what feels right for you. So that's what I'm doing right now. And stay tuned. I'll be sure to share if I am going to take a sabbatical. If you'd like to join me, let me know because it is nice to do that sort of thing as a collective. And it would be maybe an enjoyable experience for some of us to do together. But overall, in this idea of pauses being powerful, I just invite you to consider in the smallest ways, in the deepest ways, and grandest gestures, like how can you notice and acknowledge the power in a pause? So next, I invite you to consider this idea that pivots do not have to be painful. So often, the messages that we receive and the ones that we hold deep within around pivoting are that it's a hard, challenging, difficult thing that you'll start from square one again after a pivot. And this can be a personal pivot. This can be a business pivot. This can be a mind shift, you know, whatever it is. But shifts and changes happen naturally in life and in nature. And it's really tricky for the human mind because we both desire and dread change, right? Like, if you think about like where you, when you daydream or like having wanderlust or like wanting, you know, this whole COVID situation to be over, it's like we want things to change, but then we also really get accustomed to our status quo. And when that gets challenged and we have to change things, we get super uncomfortable and don't enjoy it. Just generally as a species, that's how we're wired. It's really an interesting paradox. But personally, you know, I think that pivots are an exciting opportunity. Obviously, it's, you know, something that can be a lot to navigate. It's something that you might want to call in help for. Certainly, you want to take care of yourself as you're pivoting, but it isn't something that we have to dread or be fearful of. So just a little bit of a personal story on where I am right now. I've been feeling super inspired, excited, and just energized to create some new programs, some new offers. And I really just want to deepen the group coaching that I'm doing and also the one-on-one coaching. The clients I'm working with right now are just exciting me in such a way that I'm like, I just want to do more. And I'm so 
delighted by the ideas that are coming my way. And I'm also feeling pressure to like create something before the baby comes. And like I said, I'm 33 weeks pregnant. So it's totally feasible and doable and could be really exciting to like launch something and then have a new baby at the same time. It could also be like too much, you know, (laughs) it could be overwhelming. And the thing about babies is you don't know when they're going to come. So I just, I don't know. I've kind of hit a wall energetically where I feel like actual things in my life are starting to pile up, like physical things like boxes and clothing. And, you know, there's lots to do in preparation for the baby. But also I have like all of these creative desires that I want to make something. So I've kind of hit my head up against the wall for a little while, maybe like a week or two. First thinking like, I'm going to make this happen. Then realizing maybe I don't want to make this happen to pivoting my energy, pivoting my perspective, and really just deciding that I'm not going to make any big moves these next few weeks. And instead, I'm going to really focus on honoring the group that is in summer and flow right now, the clients that I'm working with one-on-one right now, like really, really focusing on them, serving and supporting them in the ways that I can best. And then doing what feels good, following alignment and flow for what is next, for those things that I want to create, acting when I feel inspired, resting when I feel inspired, and just allowing this pivot to be a shift away from my mind running the show and really sinking into my intuition which is perfectly timed, divinely timed to kind of feel that because in this phase of preparing for birth and preparing for newborn and getting ready for my son to start kindergarten, like there's so much change happening that diving into my intuition and really settling into that is only going to benefit me and my family. So how does this look practically? The way I see it is that there will be less actual to-do lists and more moving from one thing to the next in the most fluid and smooth way possible. There will be less plans on my calendar and more space to breathe, less gripping and forcing and more releasing and allowing. So in this pivot, it's definitely towards a softer calmer, more gentle energy. And that's not always the case, but I just want to invite you to observe your own perception of pivots. If there's something that you've been wanting to kind of move away from or move towards, how can you do it in a more easy aligned way? How can you soften? How can you let go? How can you allow it to unfold in a way that feels good. So finally, the last idea that I want to offer up is trusting the path. And this is a message I receive from my inner voice, my intuition, 
all the time. And it's also one that so many of my clients receive as well. So the intuition just kind of as a a whole often refers to the paths that we can take and in making choices and decisions. It will often, the inner voice, the intuition will often say like, either choice is fine. And my intuition has specifically said that if I make a choice, it won't, it doesn't say it doesn't matter, but it kind of says that. Like basically it says that all paths lead in the same direction. They head to the same place. So that tells me, myself, my inner voice, my inner wisdom tells me that if I can trust myself, no matter what turn I take, what choice I make, I'm on a path where I am guided, where I'm held and supported by myself and my community, by God and the universe, that I am living this life and I'm going to be okay. And trusting the path for me just means knowing that, like really, really, truly believing and knowing that I've come this far. I am doing well and I have done well and there has been hard times. There's been easy times. There's been delights and surprises and challenges and roadblocks, but through it all, I'm here and I've survived, I've thrived, and I will continue to do so. When you're trusting the path, I think that there's just like a huge level of compassion and tenderness that comes with this. And the more you can lean into those energies, the better off you'll be, the less suffering you will experience because Trusting the path is way less about trying, and it's way more about embodying the energy of trust, really. Hate to use that same word again, but it's just believing that you'll be okay, even with unforeseen circumstances, even with hard times. Like, and you can't predict that stuff. And you can't preemptively suffer so that you suffer less when something hard or bad happens. All you can do is be kind to yourself and be kind to others and trust yourself and trust others and love yourself and love others. So trusting the path is just Really, it's like the most beautiful piece of this and maybe the most challenging, right? (laughs) Like, probably. And one other thing I want to say about trusting the path is that it also includes being kind and trusting when you've wandered off the path. Because there is so much beauty in exploring and taking an undiscovered road, and going on a wandering, meandering afternoon or 10 years where you don't really know where you're going, there's beauty in that too. So if you feel like you're in an exploratory phase, an unknown phase, a holy crap, what is going on phase, that's perfect. That is okay. And the way to trust yourself in that space is to pause, 
know that pivoting doesn't have to be painful and that you can also just trust that where you are is exactly where you need to be. So I hope this episode has given you some ideas to consider, some things to try, and I would love to hear from you if today's episode has resonated in some way or made you think about something in a little bit of a different view. So take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me at Kayleen Elise so I can thank you for sharing. I'll be back next week with a conversation about creating rituals around reading and some of the books that I've loved so far this year. So stay tuned for that and I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.